0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ooh, eighteen hours, girl. Whew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, uh, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together so that you can hit these business streets with confidence and you can do things like access business loans, you know, get your stuff in the big box stores. So I help you with things like getting your articles of incorporation, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have contracts for partners and clients, uh, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas. And hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible. To everyone, as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I am here, okay? So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance, you know, to help you figure out how to fill out all that confusing paperwork or even figure out what are the steps, I don't even know what paperwork I need to fill out, um, I want to help you. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and where you can book yourself a free fifteen minute consultation. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast of this show, you can catch up at your leisure. Um, and at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also access many of my digital products. Like this month, we're focusing on contracts. So if you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, the very first button will be a link to my contracts ebook that helps you understand the anatomy of a contract, how it works, so that your contracts can be ironclad. Hello, Houston personal concierge. Um, and as well, uh, you, uh, you can access my operating agreement. Um, workshop because every business needs an operating agreement, particularly to open a business bank account. Most banks are not going to let you open up without a business bank, uh, an operating agreement which is, like, a contract between you and your business, okay? So, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Go catch those digital products. And last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can get your show merch, your NPL Legal Dish mugs. Ooh, Nessie Time. She put her foot in this mug, okay? Nessie Time, who is watching with us now on Instagram, she helped me bring this um, emblem idea to life. She helped me design these t-shirts so if you, too, want your NPL legal dish tea, legal dish tea, and your NPL legal dish mug, um, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, okay, but that's enough of me shilling my wares, let's get to the reason why we are here, all right, So, uh, NPL Legal Dish. What is NPL Legal Dish? This is how the show works. So I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, anywhere I find inspiration. And I pull stories that have lessons that we can learn as, um, business owners. And as entrepreneurs, and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Uh, I want your questions. I want your comments, as long as they are respectful. I will be asking you to be pu- to put some emojis and things in the comment box. Um, so you know, get your fingers ready. Unless you're driving, keep them hands attended too, please. Um, what else? Yeah. So you know, this is this is the time for you to ask your questions, and then if we have time at the end. We'll do a little bit of Q&A. Um, but before we even get into our stories, I want to start off with our NPL Nugget of the Evening. If you're new, what the NPL Nugget of the Evening is, is that, like I said, every month, um, or like, I didn't say this, but um, every month we cover a different topic. Um, this month we're covering contracts. So at the beginning of every show, I teach a little tidbit about the topic that we are covering. So this month we are cov- who knows what we're covering. I, t- I already said it several times um, in the beginning who can tell us what topic we are covering this month, um, ladies and gentlemen, so that we can get to the NPL nugget. Mm, I'm, okay, so I got my, my final, um, thank you, King J Good, yes, contract, hey, he's listening, all right, if I sound a little bit congested, I got my second, um, I got my second Pfizer vaccine today, and they said that one of the one of the side effects might be, you know, a little bit of flu symptoms, and I'm starting to feel a little bit congested, but I'm good. But yes, King J, good contracts. Thank you, Nessie, Tom, contracts. Absolutely. So last week we defined what a contract was. We um, we said, we we talked about the three parts of the contract that you need, um, and we talked about. How, who can enter into, um, you know, a, a legally binding contract? If you missed any of that, um, you can do two things. You can either watch last week's um, episodes uh, on the YouTube channel. You can access that at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, or you know, just get it all in one scoop and go pick up the contracts ebook. It's only nine dollars and ninety seven cents. It's linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. First button, okay. So last week, we did all the definitions. This week, we're going to talk about the different types of contracts that you need as a business owner, okay? So one of the first things that you need as a business owner a lot of you out here you make items or you know you pro- or you provide services right make custom items one of the first things you need as a business owner is a service contract particularly my crafters out there okay if you are taking clients if you are taking custom orders it's really hard to keep track of you know what's supposed to happen if you're operating with your clients by text message and by emails when you have a basic service contract template that is already there you can put in that service contract everything that you want your client to know what your return policy is you know what your exchange policy is when payment is due um, you know uh, all of those things that you want your client to know you know what type of deposit is due is due how, how you want your clients to pay you. Your service agreement lays out the rules for your clients to work with you. So if you are in business, like, okay, so me and, um, Nessie Time, right? Um, we had a contract. She designed, she, she, um, she designed a logo for me. That was our first contract. And it told me how many drafts I got. It told me how many, how much time it would take, and what the turnaround time is, and then we had a second service agreement when she was producing my shirts and my mugs, and it said how many shirts I was getting, how many mugs I was getting, how much it cost, when is payment due, where can I pay it, all of that, so Nessie, time she had her ducks in a row, that's why I loved working with her, because it was very easy, everything was laid out in the contract, and we could, you know, we could just work off of that it was not what did we say last time you know what are we doing this time service agreements are going to be the lifeblood of your business okay so if you are you know if you want to make sure that your clients are following the rules and you want to let your clients Um, Know what you expect of um, what's expected when they work with you. Make sure that you have a service agreement. Now, you can find templates online, but if you find those confusing, I can always help you draw up a service agreement template for your business. You can use it for any and everybody. Um, You can go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book a session with me today. All right. All right. So, that is our NPL nugget of the evening. Let's move on to our stories. Okay, my football fans, if you are a football fan, please give me a football emoji. If you are a football fan, please give me a football emoji. Um, today in my stories, I asked a question. I asked if you guys like to bet on sports and everybody said no. I was very surprised. Um, I thought at least one person would say yes, but, um, even uh, I guess you know the crowd that follows me isn't big into gamblers don't worry I agree with you I'm not a risk taker thank you King J good I'm not a risk taker I do not like going to the casino I remember I went to you bet okay I remember I went to the casino one time I think I I I went to the slot machine I put in 50 cents I won six dollars and I was like "Woo! all right I'm done (laughs) all right okay thank you for the footballs right So we know that people love to bet on sports. Um, It's, you know, I I don't get it, but it is, hey, 76 Grim K, but it is, um, you know, a pastime that many people enjoy. King J. Good, I understand, since you do bet, can you tell me, aside from the money, what do you like about betting on sports? Because I don't get it. I don't like putting my money at risk like that. What is, what is the, um, uh, what is the joy factor of betting on a sporting event aside from winning the money? Okay. And while King Jay Good lets us know that, um, I want to let you guys know, hey doll, that, uh, the NFL is officially endorsing your bets on football games. Um, the NFL has recently entered into an agreement with three um, entities, Caesars, DraftKings, Kings. And FanDuel, um, they are going to be official betting partners of the NFL, which means that they're going to be able to use the official NFL logo on their websites. They're also going to have access to official, you know, NFL stats on players and games and things like that, right? Um, Now, in the past, the NFL has really tried to oppose. Um, any type, type of betting on, on, you know, on their games and stuff, but they realize that, you know, the tide is turning and they can't fight it. So, you know, they've joined forces with these entities. Um, and it didn't come cheap. These entities—they are in this, or, this, this agreement with the NFL for betting privileges for about four years, and um, if they make it through the four years, they're going—the NFL is going to make one about a billion dollars off of these three entities um, by allowing them to use the NFL logos on their websites. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Hold on, King Jay Good said there are many ways to bet with other people, like who's going to win the coin toss or who's going to get the most assists, etc. Other side, other side, other, etc. Other side bets besides normal win or loss. Okay, so there's different aspects of getting of betting, and I guess you'd have to be really into you know the, the technicalities and intricacies of the game, which I don't. So okay. But King Jay, good. since you are our resident gambler here, I'm not saying you got a problem or nothing, but you know, you say you like to bet. Would you, um, do, have you ever used Caesars or DraftKings or FanDuel? And if you don't, would you be, would you think, would you think about using them in the future? Because now they are official partners with the NFL, which means they have that good, uh, you know, they got that good info. So you can make, you know, proper, I guess, well-informed bets would you be um would uh, have you bet with either Caesars or DraftKings or FanDuel King Jay Good says he's used FanDuel and DraftKings and how does it make you feel or you know what does that do for you now that you know that FanDuel and DraftKings they're official partners with the NFL does that change how you're going to bet does that Does that make you more excited to bet? What does that mean for you as a person who does enjoy betting on sporting events? Right, and then think about that in the larger sense. This is a big win for Caesar's, DraftKings, and Fan Gu- and FanDuel. They have the official stamp of approval from the NFL, so much so that they can use the NFL logo on their websites. That lends them a lot of credibility. This is why trademarks are really important. That NFL stamp is really certifying these uh, these betting agencies and giving them. You know, that legitimacy. Hey, Zephyrina. Um, now, there are other sporting sporting organizations um, that have uh, other sporting um, companies that have deals with local teams, not necessarily with the NFL. They're still going to be able to do that. They're just not going to be able to use the NFL logo. King J. Good said, not really. It basically means that the NFL will allow them to get the stats. That's also a lot of access. Okay, so hey, hun. So it really just so the only thing that that changes is that the these betting agencies are going to have access to the financial stats. But doesn't isn't that better for them? Because if they can provide you guys better stats, you know, then you can make you know I, I would assume a a more informed um, betting decision. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't know how betting works. I don't like to gamble with my money. <laughs> but, um, you know, for all of you who do like to, uh, you know, uh, put a little bit of money on them games, uh, you know, Caesars, DraftKings, and FanDuel, they are official partners with the NFL now, okay? All right. Now, for those of you who do not bet, if you are not a betting person, is the fact that the NFL now backs Caesars, FanDuel, and DraftKings, it, does that inspire you to maybe try betting if you are a person who does not bet? Let me know. If, you, if The fact that the NFL has now partnered with these betting associations, does that make you want to bet now? For me, it doesn't. Like I said, I don't like risking my money. But if you're a football fan, you're like, hey, you know, let me see if I can win a couple dollars. Does the fact that the NFL has now partnered with these betting um, institutions, does that make you... Want to bet with them. Nessie Time said, nope. Okay. We here, girl. We here. 76, we said, nope. Okay. Hi, Rosso R- KD. Okay. <clears throat> All right, I agree with y'all. Um, good luck to those of you who like to gamble. Good luck, King J. Good. I hope you win a lot of money. All right. <laughs> okay. Moving on to our second story of the evening. Um this was brought to me by uh our resident, you know, unofficial official writing staff, 76 groom K. She just be sending me these stories all the time, y'all. Um, this is actually an update. Uh if you remember a while ago, we talked about um the Olympic committee suing Puma, uh, because Puma tried to trademark the term Puma Tokyo 2021. Now we know because of um, you know COVID, the Olympics, this this the Olympics for twenty twenty they were uh, canceled, postponed, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Puma tried to get in on the action by trying to trademark Puma Tokyo twenty one, and then I, I don't I think I think the next Olympics is supposed to take place in Paris. After that. And then it's supposed to take place in Tokyo, right? So Puma was trying to, to hone in on the Olympics, uh, you know, tradition of trademarking the uh, the the place where the Olympics are taking are, are going to happen, plus the year. So when Puma tried to trademark Puma uh, uh, Tokyo twenty twenty one the olympics said uh, excuse me what are you doing puma you know that this is our, this is our lane this is what we do and you're up here trying to you know put your name on what is an olympic institution so they've been going back and forth in the courts and they have um recently come to a settlement um the the amount the the the, um, the terms of the settlement were not disclosed all we know is that puma withdrew um They had four applications that they had filed. They withdrew all four applications from the USPTO. So they said, hey, these trademarks that we were trying to file, we no longer want to file them anymore. Now, we don't know what the agreement was between the Olympic Committee and Puma, but what do you think happened between them? Because Puma just dropped the applications. They withdrew them and said, we don't want to do this anymore. Do you think some money was paid? Do you think some type of deal was made? Or do you think the Olympics was just like ran up on him like Debo and said, "Give me my stuff." What do you think happened? Ooh, excuse me. What do you think happened between the Olympic Committee and Puma that Puma withdrew the four applications because they said it was a settlement, right? So what? What's the settlement? Olympics got them to withdraw the application. What did they give Puma? Seventy-six Greenpeace said they reached a monetary settlement. So you think they maybe paid Puma some money? That that could be one. I think I wouldn't be surprised if I see some type of Puma um, advertisement in the uh, in the Olympics this year. Cause they could do that too. Um, Russell Katie said great info didn't know that about Puma yeah girl Puma was trying to hone on the Olympic territory right but like I if let's say the Olympic committee was like you know we don't really want to hand over any money but we'll, we'll put we'll put you know a little Puma symbol on the wall during these events or whatever right I think that might have happened um but we don't know they haven't released the details of uh that deal but they could have reached a monetary settlement as well so we will just have to wait and see, okay? Now, um, woo, excuse me. I feel so congested, guys. I think, um, Miss Pfizer is kicking in. All right. So before we move on to our next two stories of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dis. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach Business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news if this if excuse me if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to help guide you through the perilous you know path of entrepreneurship, I want to be here to hold your hand you know and say walk there, walk there, press that button, all that stuff so go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Book your free fifteen minute consult if you're a first time client, or download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet so that you can choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Okay, and don't forget this month we are focusing on contracts. That is our topic for the month. If you want to learn how to make your to- your contracts ironclad and understand, you know how to how to make a really solid contract, go pick up the contracts ebook. It's only nine ninety seven. Go to a uh, link forward slash MPL Consulting from and it is the first. Button, okay. <coughs> Ooh. Excuse me. All right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Um, if you have heard of the 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 website or website service Task Rabbit, please give me a rabbit emoji. Um, for those of you if you don't know, Task Rabbit is a website where you can hire people to do stuff around the house that you don't want to do. So like if you need to organize your garage or if you need to put together a table or I don't know, organize some files, right? Um, you could hire someone on task rabbit to do that for you. Thank you for the rabbit. Um, 76 Grimke. Okay. Um, so, okay, so 76, group. Okay, I guess you're the only one who has heard of it. So we, so we have TaskRabbit over here in the United States, but TaskRabbit is not the only website of its kind. If you have, uh, ventured or ever lived in Australia, or if you know somebody who lives in Australia, they have a similar service that they call Air Tasker, okay, Um, this company is worth about $255 million, okay? Zephyr, said, you You feel out the loop? It's okay, babe. Um, yeah, so you got TaskRabbit in the United States, but over in Australia, they've got AirTasker. AirTasker is doing really well. They're worth about $255 million. Um, 99% of their, uh, clientele, 99% of their usage comes from Australia, and 1% of their usage comes from Europe, okay? Um, But they're planning on expanding. They are um, moving out into New Zealand, Singapore, Ireland, and they even have plans to come to the U.S., okay? Or um, spread their services to the U.S. (coughs) Um, And they've been in business uh, for about... Excuse me. They've been in business for about mm, a few years, okay? Here's the problem. Air Air Tasker, they're trying to register their name. They're trying to trademark it in Europe in the European Union where Airbnb has a significant presence. Airbnb, if you have heard of Airbnb, give me a bed emoji. We know what Airbnb is. Airbnb has, you know, really put a dent into the hotel industry. It's, um, you know, an online service where you can book, uh, you know, homes or rooms when you're going on vacation, right? So, and Airbnb is all over the world. Airbnb, they are worth an estimated $106 billion. Um, you know, thank you, 76 Groom k. And, and they've been doing their thing. Um, I, like I recently, I told you guys, I recently, um, went away with my family. We went to St. Martin, the place that we rented, we found on Airbnb. Whenever, um, the last places I've traveled outside of the country, when I went to, um, South Africa, when I went to Thailand, all of these places I booked on Airbnb. Airbnb is worldwide, right? Now, Air Tasker is trying to make their way over to this side of the planet and they're starting with Europe and Airbnb has a problem with that. Airbnb said, look here, Air Tasker. We hear Airbnb, we've been out in these streets for quite some time, since at least 2010. We've been out here putting it down for the Airbnb crowd. You can't come here with your AirTasker self and think that you're going to hone in on our business because people are going to think that we are related because you got the air and the air, right? So they are opposing AirTasker's application to the European Union to get AirTasker. Trademark. So I want to know from you guys. Yes, this is taking place in Europe, but eventually they're going to come to the U.S. So this will, will have some bearing, you know, on maybe what happens when they come to the U.S. Do you think that there is room for both AirTasker and Airbnb? Remember, AirTasker is where you can um, hire someone to do um, to do tasks around your house. An Airbnb is where you can rent a room in someone's home or, in some cases, an entire home. Do you think that there is room for these two companies to coexist? And is there a possibility of confusion between the two? Is it possible that someone might think that Airbnb and Airtasker are related to each other? Because of the fact that they are both services that you can book online. Um, King Jay Good said, why not? Completely different services. They are different services. However, is the fact that they both start with air, it, does, does, because that's what Airbnb's thing is. They're like, look, we're Airbnb, hi black hippie weirdo. <laughs> We're Airbnb. Everybody knows the Airbnb. If you come out here and people start seeing Air Tasker, they might think that that is associated with Airbnb. Do you think that that is a credible fear for Airbnb? Is there room for Air Tasker, aka Australian Task Rabbit, and Airbnb? What do you think? Yes, 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 yes. So is there room for Airtasker and Airbnb? Some of you guys are saying you don't see the connection use completely different services, okay. I can kind of see why Airbnb is a little concerned because you know they they, they both are hubs. It's like Airbnb, they don't actually own the properties, right? They're just kind of providing you a platform to access the properties. Airtasker, these aren't their employees that they're sending out. They're just connecting you with people. Um, ooh, Nessie Time, that is a good argument. Nessie Time said, you have Air Jordans, so maybe no confusion. Okay. But is the fact that it's a, that's a totally unrelated industry, that shoes, right? You're not booking it online. Um, King J. Good said, yeah, there needs to be a name change, Bed and Breakfast and Airtasker, okay? Wait, are you saying Airbnb needs to change their name? Airbnb been out here. They ain't changing nothing, sir. Um, but if anyone's going to have to change their name, it would be Airtasker, probably, because Airbnb has been here longer. But what I'm asking you guys is, do you think that there is... Uh, um are the services different enough that there would be no confusion? Or is there a possibility that someone might think that um AirTasker is affiliated with Airbnb? Hi Johnny with the soul. I like I can see why Airbnb is a little bit concerned. Um but then but but then as well their services are different. I don't know. So We'll have to wait and see what what the courts say. But, okay, King J. Good said, I think they may think they are affiliated. So some people might think they are affiliated. And that's exactly what Airbnb doesn't want, and that's why they are opposing the trademark application at this time. Okay? All right. So we've got one more story, and then we are heading out for the evening. Um. All right. If you have ever eaten a Tootsie Pop, give, um, hold on. King J Good said, "But, but then what if Airbnb decides to get into their space? Well, Airbnb, the thing is, Airbnb was here first, right? And Airbnb has ventured out into other things. So it's not just renting a room now. Now you can, you can do whole experiences on Airbnb and services and things like that, right? Um, but, Airbnb has the um has the luxury of time because they've been able to develop over time in this market. I don't know how big Airbnb is over in Australia, but Airtasker, it's way big in Australia, but we don't really know about it here. So if Airtasker were to kind of creep its head, some people here might think that Airbnb and Airtasker were, you know, uh involved with each other. Okay. But good um good observation. All right. Alright, last story of the evening. If you have ever eaten a Tootsie Pop, please give me a lollipop emoji. Y'all remember those commercials with the owl, and the kid was like, How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And then the owl would, would like lick the Tootsie Pop three times and then bite it, and he took the kid's lollipop. If you have ever eaten a Tootsie Pop, please give me a lollipop emoji. Um... 75% 75% of you said you had eaten a, uh, um, a Tootsie Pop in the stories. I don't believe the 25% of you that said no. <laughs> but, um, yes, 76 Grim crayons said years ago. Right. Okay. I used to love Tootsie Pops. I don't really do candy anymore, cause, except for maybe chocolate, because I don't really like sweets like that. But, um Yes. Tootsie Pops have been around since 1909, if you did not know. Thank you, King J. Good. They've been around since 1909. So, Tootsie Pops have been in, you know, in his They've got 110. They've been around for 112 years, right? And they have had a trademark for the word Tootsie for quite some time. When you hear the word Tootsie, what do you think of? when you hear the word tootsie? Yes, 76, Grim K, okay, 112 years. Let me know what you think of when you hear the word tootsie. hmm What do you think of when you hear the word tootsie? Specifically, Tootsie Pop. Right? Yes, King Jigar, Tootsie Roll. Okay. Now, have you got has have any of you heard of something called Tootsie Pups? Not Pops. Pups. P-U-P-S. Have you heard of Tootsie Pups? Okay. If you've heard of Tootsie Pups, give me a dog emoji. If you have not, just say no. Alright? Um, and while you do that, uh if you didn't know what Tootsie Pups are, Tootsie Pups are a creation by the com- by a company called Spunky Pup. <laughs> King J Goods said, hell now, nah, what's that? Um, Tootsie Pups are a creation by a-, a dog treat company by the name of Spunky Pup. Um, Tootsie Pups are bacon-flavored dog treats. They cost about $5.99. Um, and Tootsie Pop, the company, is suing Spunky Pup for trademark infringement, because they do not want them marketing these Tootsie Pops. They're saying that it's too close to Tootsie Pops, and they don't want any type of affiliation. That's not what they do. They And, you know, it's kind of um, trying to use the goodwill of the Tootsie Pop name to get their brand out there. So Tootsie Pop is opposing the trademark application for Tootsie Pops. So I want to know from you guys, do you think Tootsie Pop is doing the right thing, or are they doing too much? 76 Groom K said, I don't like that name for dog treats. King J Good said, in this case, I agree with the candy company. Okay, so you guys seem to be on the side of Tootsie Pops. I'm on Tootsie Pop's side too, because if you, um, actually, if you Google... The candy Tootsie Pops, if you look at the packaging, it looks somewhat similar to the packaging of Tootsie Rolls uh, or or Tootsie Pops, right? And that's what we don't want in the marketplace. That's exactly what Tootsie Pop doesn't want. They do not want any confusion. They don't want people thinking that Tootsie Pop makes dog treats, right? That's not what they do. Um, 76 K said, I'm team Tootsie Pop. Nessie Time said, yes, too close okay, so you guys are all on Tootsie Pops' side, um, well, let's hope that the judge, uh, you know, in this case, uh, oh, King Jay Good said, I was gonna say, does it look like it? Yes, go check it out, not now, because we, we talking together, um, but after the show, go look up Tootsie Pops, okay, um, and, and you know, you can DM me and let me know let me know what you think about how it looks. But um yeah, Tootsie Pop they are opposing Tootsie Pups, they're like, Look, we're the only Tootsies in these treat streets and we only make treats for people, so cut it out. Um, yeah, so we will have to wait and see what happens between Tootsie Pop and Tootsie Pups. I'm team Tootsie Pop as well, so you know I hope they keep their name. And while, you know, I love Toby and I love cute dog things, like, you can't, you can't build your business off somebody else's reputation. I tell you this all the time. Build your own buzz. You do not want to have to build your business's rep on, uh, you know, on somebody else's (laughs) back. 76 Green Grace said, treats, treats, yes. (laughs) King J. Good said, amen. Treats for humanity, yes. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, Zephyrina said, Cotton candy sweet as gold, let me see those Tootsie Pops. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Cotton candy sweet as gold, let me see the Tootsie Pops. It don't sound the same, right? <laughs> All right. So those are the stories that I had for you guys tonight. Kel's Butter said creates too much confusion. Yeah, it does. It does. Um. Those are the stories that I have for you tonight. We're going to be back here tomorrow, but we're going to have an earlier show um, because I do have plans tomorrow evening, um, but we will be here tomorrow. If you find any stories that you want me to talk about, please send them to the DMs. Y'all, laugh, y'all laughing at my dancing and my rapping? Look, I was a performer in another life, okay? DJ NPL, get with it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, never. Um, but yeah, we will be back here tomorrow a little bit earlier, not sure what time, but I will let you know, um, if you find any stories, please send them to my DMs, um, (laughs) take care of yourselves, have a good night, I need to go drink some water, I'm, I'm starting to feel very congested, um, hopefully, you know, this second dose don't take your girl down, (laughs) have a good night, guys, bye, see you tomorrow.